Wake up, wake up, 502. It is going down here on a beautiful Saturday morning. WXVW, Big X Sports Radio. This is Wake Up 502 with Rashawn Myers. Your boy, your host, Rashawn, sitting here in the desk at the palatial studios of Big X Sports Radio. And, man, <laughs> I, I, y'all, I feel like I, I'm just getting sucked back in again. I can't even help myself the fact that uh, we are doing it once again, but we have so much to get into. I thought we were going to be talking a bunch of Louisville football. Um, you know, we are officially one week out from week zero. So this is today will literally be the last Saturday. Uh, and the last weekend period without official football games being played until uh, what February sometime. Uh, so just absolutely a, so much to get into, and I thought I was going to be talking a ton of U of L football, NFL, things like that this morning. But Louisville basketball has found a way to headline another show, and I have to come on here and yell and fuss and try not to curse nobody out this morning. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I'm, I'm trying to get mentally prepared, y'all, so I can get this and wrap this around my brain the right way. Being joined uh, this morning by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. At That Boy's Good, Joe Kelly. Joe, how are you doing this morning, my brother? It's football season, Rashawn. I'm doing great. Yes, 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 yes. It's, it's football. Like, literally, Joe, we have one week. Until the weird week zero thing, I don't. I still don't understand the whole week zero. Like, it, either it's week one or it's not. Like college football games are being played. I think they got what six or seven games being played next Saturday. Um, but for whatever reason, they call it week zero instead of week one. Like, why not just start the college football season a week earlier? Like, because that's pretty much what they're doing anyway, right? I, I don't care. It's tomato. It's motto. I don't understand <laughs> How they put rocket ships into the into the sky, Rashawn. I just know that those brilliant fools do. So uh, week zero, week week one. What's the line from Happy Gilmore? Gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a bleep? You <laughs> um, give me some football that, that's not preseason. That's not. Yes, uh, meaningful yeah, games, meaningful, meaningful games. Because I, I I don't know if it's just me, but it seems like every. Uh, every one of these preseason games so far, they all seem to be low scoring and not very entertaining. Like, they're all like 10 to 12, 9 to 15. Like, you know, like it just seems like I, I don't know if I, it, does, it just doesn't feel to me like it's been like this every year. But it, it seems like every preseason game that I've watched has kind of been a, a, just a slog. Like, I, like is, it, have you noticed that with, with some of these score, the scores I, in these games? I'll be honest with you, man. I do not follow the preseason. Oh. I'll turn it on. I'll turn it on, and it's background noise. That way I can glance up and be like, hey, it's sort of football. 
Yeah, it's um, it's terrible. It's, like I, I just woo. But that's it's like watching it's like watching the XFL, man. And I had people that are that are so football dependent. They would come into the bar and say, "Hey, man, can you put it on the San Antonio game?" Like the I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but the basketball season's over, my guy. They're like XFL. And I, I I was talking to one fellow about it. I said, "Man, don't try to convince me this is good football. Just tell me you're watching it." He's like, oh, no, it's not a bad product. And I said, whoever wins the MVP of this league, you'd be spitting nails if he was your quarterback. You know, it would basically be Case Keenum. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, there, there was one XFL player to make the jump, and that was that was Tommy Maddox, and that was a little full of gold. So I don't, I don't get into, into that or the preseason stuff. But Yeah, it's, it's I, been rough. I, I, yeah. I, I, I did watch the fourth quarter. I went back and rewatched that uh, first Patriots game. Yes, yes, the white yeah, Yes, yeah, yeah. But yeah, other than that, man, it's just been background noise for me. Yeah, and I and I don't really believe too many people. You've got to be a total diehard of a fan <laughs> of any team to watch all four quarters. You know, like intently of the preseason. And and at that point, man, you might need to check on your family and make sure they still love you. Sarah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I, your decision. it's funny. Our esteemed colleague, Mr. Haven Harrington, who will be joining us soon, he's uh, joining via satellite, the quote unquote, this morning. Uh, he'll be uh, on the phone. He won't be in studio with me this morning. But uh, Haven, bless his heart, I came uh, to 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 go uh, kick it with with my dude yesterday, and uh, when I got there. He was watching a replay of U of L's spring game. <laughs> like to to, to me, hey, that is that that that's die that's die hard as as they get, Joe. So you know, uh, Mr. Haven Harrington, uh, you know that that that's that's one of those. Um, <laughs> like when you're going back and watching spring football. Especially U of L spring football, considering like half the roster changed after the end of the spring game. Like that, that is needing some some football. Hey, now, Haven Hatch, are you on the line with us now? Yes, I am. Hey, look at him! There he is, Mister Mister. Uh, watching the spring game, I was, I was telling him that uh, you know me and you got together, and I saw you watching the the U of L spring game. Did you did you get any insight out of uh, rewatching the spring game, Haven Harrington? Uh, just how much further along the defense was at the time. Uh, okay. And how fast we acted kind of reminded me of last year's defense after they kind of got on the roll. Okay. Okay. That's kind of like the best. So this was, was a good offensive explosion. Offensive players looked okay. Jack Plummer looked, uh, you know, all right. Not like he, like he could uh, do some damage. But you know, I also spent time watching spring game and at least like ten or twelve different season previews to see everybody's take on the Cardinals. Okay, yeah, you, you were definitely doing some heavy lifting on the uh, on you know kind of the the preseason preparation. I can tell you're getting you know it's it's almost football time because uh, you know you, you're definitely watching all the videos and then doing your homework on there i know you're so supremely excited and as i started showing of course if you want to get involved the best way to get involved this morning is going to be via the uh, the thornton's text line 5024141450 that's 5024141450 uh so as the uh, the phone lines i'm not sure if they're going to be um available of course uh, that that those contact numbers are 502384 
844-444-1450. But um, best way to get involved this morning is going to be via the Thorns text line. Make sure you guys go out and check check out any of the 84,642 local Thornton's locations for all the best in gas, grubs, goodies, and all the rest. Uh, just, uh, just head out to Thornton's. They'll get you taken care of. But, uh, you know, instead of talking football this morning, Haven, which, uh, you know, I, I was really ready to get into the preview. You got week zero coming up next week. You know, I wanted to get into that. I think, what, Vanderbilt in Hawaii <laughs> kickoff? Yeah. <football> season. <laughs> you know? Nothing says football like Vanderbilt in Hawaii. Yeah, man. the Rainbows and hey. Commodores. There you go. Yes, that's. Yeah. So, you know, you have that whole thing coming up. But instead, fellas, we have to open. Talking about Louisville basketball once again. I was ready to set like after last week we did pretty much all football. You know, we were talking football and talking about those good things. And yeah, I thought we were gonna set basketball down until October, you know, uh, once we actually got into Louisville Live and all that type stuff. But instead, here we are again, and we have a couple of, of, of basketball stories that have raised my ire and, and annoyed me to no end. So now I'm, I have to talk about it, and I got to kick it off with that and, and get you all's opinions on it. So I'm going to go chronologically from oldest to, to newest information. Um, of course, uh, earlier this week, I believe it was uh, Monday, uh, around 3 p.m., um, there was a, a tweet sent out by uh, Louisville's superstar stud freshman Trenton Flowers. Uh, Trenton uh, announced that he was um, no longer going to be attending the University of Louisville and instead was going to be going to play in the Australian Pro League, the NBL. Now, of course, people remember the NBL for uh, being the spot that R.J. Hampton and uh, LaMelo Ball uh, went ended up going over there. Lamelo Ball, I think, left after his junior year of high school to go play over there and played a, a, a couple of years um, in, in Australia before he made himself available for the NBA draft. And of course, R.J. Hampton did went over there as a senior, played one year, and uh, went to the draft as well. Well, Trenton is now the most recent. Um, young man to, to make the move over to the NBL. The only key difference being is that Trenton Flowers had, of course, committed to the University of Louisville, had enrolled at the University of Louisville, um, has been in Louisville since May outside of uh, leaving to go uh, practice with Team USA for the, uh, the, U, uh, tw- uh, the, the U-20 tryouts. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, c- came back to Louisville and his, has been here doing a myriad of appearances and, and uh, get-togethers and, and, you know, a lot of uh, functions here in the city, uh, NIL-related. Um, so Trenton, of course, basically waited until, what, four or five days before the uh, enrollment period ended for the University of Louisville. So basically, um, you know, g- got to a point to where, at this point, the University of Louisville doesn't really have any recourse uh, for adding anybody. Um, and I just, fellas, I, I just want to ask you, just from the, the start of the Trenton Flowers situation, um, what do you all think about, A, the timing of this, and then, B, the fact that when Trenton made this decision, um, they did not discuss this with the, with the coaching staff and uh, primarily the head coach, Kenny Payne. They basically just went to uh, the assistant, uh, Nolan Smith, and advised him that they were leaving. And, you know, with the timing being so late and leaving University of Louisville in, in kind of a very difficult position, what did you all think about that decision? Well... I didn't like it, Rashawn. 
Um, I I got mixed emotions on it. You know, I, I say this all the time. I'm always going to side with the players, and they've got to they've got to make the decision that they're most comfortable with. Their family thinks is the best decision for them, both financially as well as with their uh, their education. I kind of we all assumed this kid was going to be a one and done anyway, so I didn't have long term expectations for him. If he if he wasn't declaring pro after after one year, I would. have kind of wondered, is he not going to fall into that bust category? Um, but the timing of it is just, it's a gut punch. Absolute gut punch. And yeah, I don't see how this is Kenny's, it's not Kenny's fault. It's just another strike of like, man, this thing's got some bad luck. Like, it just, every time something's, something good is going, momentum is being built up, something just, there's a hiccup in it. There's a, a speed bump that comes out of nowhere. And I hope this doesn't um, uh, uh, totally just screw with the dynamic going into the – he was going to be a big part of this season. Yeah. But yeah. also, you know, to your point that he's been here since May, I don't know how long the coaching staff had really been incorporating him in, you know. So I, I, I don't know. I hope it's it's next man up. But that's tough to uh, – just you don't just up and replace a top 20 recruit in your rotation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's to me, uh, it's just very interesting the way the whole thing went down. It's just it's very interesting to me the the, the timing and just kind of the whole conversation around it. Um, uh, I do actually have um, a bit of the the conversation that, that was had because um, the, the and shout out to 35th of Kentucky podcast. Those guys um, we've worked with for a while. Uh, uh, young man Jeff Lightsey Jr. who joined the 35 uh, KY podcast has been doing a lot of great interviews. He actually got the opportunity to speak with Trenton and his dad in regards to it. And um, I just wanted to hit the first part of this audio because it was just very interesting that that went into that. And then Haven Harrington, I'm going to come to you uh, with a, with a question as well. But but let's listen to Trenton and Travis Flowers, Travis being the, the, the father of, of Trenton Flowers, about kind of this whole situation with the contact uh, with, with uh, head coach Kenny Payne. Uh, we tried to reach out to KP. I, I couldn't uh, get in touch with him. We couldn't get in touch with him. So, so this was prior. Might this, I, add, I, I still haven't even had right. a chance to speak with him. He I, hasn't even spoken. I've given him about seven, eight calls, and he still hasn't returned one of my back. So. so, you know, at the end of the day, now, Trenton and, and, and Pops, you can add to this too. Uh, when did you guys inform the coaching staff that you were deciding to go to Australia? Because if I'm just reading Coach Kenny Payne's uh, statement, it kind of sounded like he was thrown off guard a little bit. Uh, just so, how did that kind of go down? So, no. so actually, um, you know, my one thing was like, like I said, you know, we tried to inform everybody prior, before, you know, earlier. Um, you know, we we told the coaches. Um, you know, uh, what was it, 36 hours before? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was like it was dang near two days, two days before. You know, this opportunity came about recently, so this was new news to us, you know, as a family. Um, so I'm gonna let my dad speak on the rest, you know, very short and sweet. I mean, we we had a, a long relationship with the coaching staff, Nolan Smith, which is a great guy, great coach, great recruiter. Um, you know, you know, he's the one that introduced us to Louisville. Um, you know, we, we were recruited by him at another school, uh, but we, we've been building a relationship, a lot of mutual folks that we know. But, you know, we had already informed um, 
you know, uh, Nolan. Um, we met face to face with him. Um, I, we tried to reach out to KP. I, I couldn't uh, get in touch. We with couldn't him. get in touch with him. So, we, so this was prior. And when this, I add, I, I still haven't even had right. a chance to speak with him. Okay, pause. I'm just going to pause it right there. Uh, so, the fellas that, that, at Haven Harrington, let, let me ask you this. A, the, a couple of things that, that jumped out to me when, when they talked about this. First of all, they, they said they basically made the decision without ever, like they pretty much made the decision and decided to, I don't know if there's been any contract signed with the, the uh, 36ers over there in Australia as of yet, but pretty much they made the decision without ever speaking or discussing or go, uh, going over it with the coaching staff, just in terms of, um, you know, seeing it, what, A, their thoughts on it, B, you know, if that was the best decision. To me, it seems like the, the dad, Travis, uh, it, it feels to me like more this is the parents that made the decision, hey, you know, we found this opportunity, we're going to go and we're just going to do it. Now, they said how much, how long-standing their relationship was with this coaching staff and how, you know, so basically they said that Nolan was uh, recruiting us at another school. So they've had a more than two-year relationship with Nolan Smith and the coaching staff. Um, like, they've continued to say that they just have so much respect and so much love for this coaching staff. But to go out there and unilaterally make that decision without even seeking any input from the coaching staff, without seeking any, um, you know, counsel on if that was the best decision, or even letting uh, the University of Louisville coaches have an opportunity, I don't know, to like, I don't know, say, give a counter offer or counter proposal, but just seeing what they thought about, A, the reasons why Trenton was going over there, and if Louisville could do anything to help them out or even if that was a good decision for him. To me, while they say out of their mouth they had a lot of love and a lot of respect for the coaching staff, it doesn't feel that way. Haven, like, does this feel like something that was very respectful to the coaching staff? I mean, they did give him a whole three days to figure this out. <laughs> 36 hours. They gave him 36 hours. Yeah. They gave him th excuse me, not 17. They gave him 36 hours to figure out, like, like what this going to do. It was like a day and a half. <laughs> something like that. You know, notice. Uh it seems to me like they came in, grabbed some NIL money, and was like, oh, wow, we can get some more money from the NBL. It actually, it actually may, 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 may pay more. Well, that, to me, that's what it sounds like. We were here. We got, we got all this NIL money. It was awesome. It was great. You know, we're doing all, all these promotional things for U of L, and all of a sudden, here comes the professional league. And maybe an agent or two was like, hey, you go to NBL, you can make even more money than you are at U of L, and then you can still go pro. Yeah, I mean, no, no, honestly, and, and that's the way it feels to me. Like, to me, Joe, the, the they said, you know, that there was also a, a, a snippet just talking about, uh, you know, the, the NIL portion of this and people um, talking or addressing the discussion of why, you know, the, the, the NIL and, and why it was not a big deal that they went out there. Pretty much Travis um, Flowers saying, well, yeah, 
you know, we 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 got nil, but you know, Trenton got the, you know, he had, there were appearances. He didn't just get money. He had to go to appearances and like actually earn that money. So you know, yes, did we get all the nil? No, we didn't get every cent, you know, that we were promised. But for you know, we he got compensated for his appearances. But my whole issue with this, Joe, is the only reason that you got paid anything for these appearances and people want to come out and see you is because you were the new stud superstar freshman at the University of Louisville. That was your buying power. That was your draw. That was your whole hook. Like, to me, for you to go out there and you know, put yourself out there as this new University of Louisville freshman, which obviously makes people want to give you, you know, X amount of dollars to go out there for your 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 events. Like that's pretty much just like the defrauding that like the Louisville fans, you know, that that's perpetrating the fraud. Is going out there making money and then run out of town saying, you know. Hey, we earned this money. People want to come out and see him. So he went out there, and you they paid for his time. Like, to me, that's stealing money from the fans, from the Louisville fans. Am I wrong about that, Joe? Uh, I mean, that's probably going to get you some uh, some grace with the fans for, for sticking up for him like that. I mean, I just feel like this is – you can't have it both ways. Either, you, either you're a fan of capitalism or you're not, period. Uh, this is the game now. This is the way it works, and you might not like it. I might not like it, but you better adapt to it. And I think it's—I <clears throat> think it may speak to the matter that they thought that that thirty-six hours is enough time. Maybe that's not a family you want involved. If if, if the whole thing is about building culture and and everything that Kenny's been telling us that we got to be patient. He's a, he wants people that want to be here. He wants to, you know, well, that doesn't sound like at the end of the day, he really did want to be here. It doesn't matter how much respect you can say you have for for a staff, for a university, for a program. You left. You chased the bag, and and that's your right to do so. Um, But I I don't know. I'm very conflicted on this one because on one hand, I say, yeah, man, if, if you all felt like 36 hours was a reasonable time, that sounds like you're one of those we hold nice people's throats. In our in our negotiations, Absolutely. and I don't know that that's what the team needs. I, I I don't know that that's a good that would be a good thing for this. And he may have actually dodged a bullet if if that's the case. If this would have been a helicopter dad situation, and I'm not I'm not saying that that Travis is. I don't know their story, but again, on one hand, 36 hours doesn't seem like enough like enough time for me. If you really did want to negotiate to see if look, we really want to be here. We've committed to being here, but this is the money that's on the table now. And yesterday's price is not today's price. So Absolutely. we feel like it is in our best interest to start. Maybe we need to renegotiate and get a little bit more money. The other side of that coin, though, is, is flat out and simple. simply put. Does Kenny Payne have the kind of luxury right now? Does he have the kind of cushion? And does he have the sort of, of uh, support that he can just ignore a top 20 player for 36 hours. That's yeah. sort of my question too. That was, that was, and, and that's not picking on Kenny. If, if y'all remember, man, this is, I was very critical of Rick about this. It is not a football team. It is not a 70 person roster. It's what? 12 guys. Right. That's yeah. something you can't keep tabs on tabs on 12 guys. Don't tell me. Because And also, how does that sound to other recruits and other recruits' parents would be my last point. 
when they tell you, we tried to get in touch with him for 36 hours, nothing. You know, I mean, I don't know. You catch me on the wrong day, I might be like, oh, this, this guy's not serious about our kid. The promises he made about protecting our kid, being there for him, season hadn't even started, he's not answering the phone. Yeah, no, I mean, it just, it, it, it's it's just, it, A, the whole, he's not answering the phone, we spoke face-to-face with Nolan, um, you know, that that's... That's all fine and good, but as you said, Joe, just the opportunity. Like it just, it doesn't even feel like the University of Louisville had an opportunity to, you know, even pick his brain, find out. Because I know that Trenton made a, uh, you know, put a post up, which has now since been pulled down, where he said that now it's going to be all about playing the point guard, and it's going to be all, you know, I'm a point guard from here on out, and these guys are going to give me the opp- opportunity to play point guard. Like that whole specified comment was kind of odd to me and very interesting to me, just from the simple fact that this is the second player that was formerly associated with the University of Louisville, the first being L. Ellis, who talked about, well, you know, Louisville has their point guard, so I wanted to leave and head to Arkansas because, you know, it's all about Scott Clark and him being the point guard. Um, so it is the second player to, to leave the university with the discussion of the point guard being a big talking point so I, I don't really know how to take that because I really never heard uh, Flowers nor his family ever impress upon Louisville that you know he wanted to play point guard or that was never really a big topic all they said was that you know he's able to play the the one through three positions and he's a very versatile player you know but it was never an insistence that hey I'm coming to Louisville to play point guard or I want to play point guard so it was very interesting that that was the conversation um but you know, I, I just I, I think that the, the 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 decision to make that unilaterally told me or tells me that I don't know if they had as much respect for the coaching staff a as they said, and like you said, it does seem like a very cutthroat. You know, we're gonna do and make the moves that's best for us. Be damned of uh, you know y- your thoughts on it. But just also the interesting point that they made, they said, well, you know, Louisville's fine. They have plenty of time to replace Trenton. You know, we gave them three months. The season doesn't start for three months, so they have three months to make a replacement it's like well the only problem with that fellas is like literally this is a university so you have to enroll in school and be enrolled by the ad drop date uh which is what what sunday of this week you know so you only have a certain amount of time to be enrolled in school to be able to play basketball and be even eligible to play this year so that was kind of an interesting just side point like they they literally thought that Louisville could add new players up to you know the start of the first game but unfortunately this is not pickup this is not the TBT <laughs> this is not you know you just can't drop in and just start playing whenever you get ready to so it was a little bit of um, miseducation or, or misunderstanding of a the rules i don't know if them knowing that and knowing that louisville only had until the you know sunday of this week to add or drop anybody if that would have made a decision i don't really think it would have mattered <laughs> i think that they were going to make that decision anyway um but i, I do like I, at the end of the day None of this is on Kenny Payne in terms of Trenton Flowers making this decision. Um, but, you know, his whole comment of now we have the players that we need. We got rid of the players and the families that didn't fit fit the Louisville culture. culture. You know, we got rid of all those bad apples. He literally said this. You know, he said we've gotten rid of all these folks. These are the We have the types of players and the types of families that we need to be successful. Well, um, your, you know, the biggest star of your recruiting class, um, you know, the, the reclassification, uh, you know, candidate uh, that is Trenton Flowers, um, 
ended up being not the type of family and not the type of player that, you know, I guess is is a Louisville man or, or you know, whatever you want to call him. But it was just – it was a very disappointing thing. Um, you know, KP, outside of just releasing that statement that basically came out two or three minutes after uh, Trenton sent the tweet, is, is all that we've heard right now. Does it bother you all at all that, that we haven't heard anything from the coaching staff in regards to that more in-depth into what happened? Or are you okay with kind of Flowers and them coming out there making a thousand excuses and the coaching staff pretty much being silent? Are you all okay with that? You know, in that part for the course. <laughs> well, besides being part from the course, I, I'm actually o- o- okay with it because there's not too much really you can come out and say that, that without throwing a young man underneath the bus and getting kind of salty about it and being like, that thing never seems like a professional sports team. Like, he thinks we're going to add and drop players. Like, it's not been like, like there's a trade deadline, hasn't shown up yet. Uh, no, it's not professional sports. It's college sports, and it, it works differently. And you know, so without going through all that, throwing throwing somebody underneath the bus, I think it's good just to get that out there, throw out the little things, say, "Hey, we're gonna regroup. We'll be fine. Uh, he will be missed. We wish him the best." Blah 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 blah. Let's get our grind on, and that's pretty much all you can do for real. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, go ahead, Joe. Well, the other thing for me is that after uh, after we parted ways with Rick, I was like, can we just not have a sanctimonious or melodramatic coach for a while? So I'm never going to get upset at any basketball coach at UofL that's just kind of mums the word. Um, also, I do think Kenny understands the pressure that's on him. What the hell is he going to come out and say that's going to make anybody happy? And Haven's 100% correct. He can do a lot more damage than any good from commenting on this. Because all it's going to do is come out sounding petty, salty, or like he didn't have his, th- his, his thumb on the pulse. There's nothing that guy can come out and say that would not leave you saying, well, one of two things happened. He really doesn't have any control over this team, and it's going to be another ugly year, and this guy can't coach, and blah, 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 and you know, everything else that people have been knocking him for. Uh, or you would have come on and said, man, I'm not sending my kid to play for that guy. He d- he doesn't take breakups well. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's... it's Darn if you do, darn if you don't. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm starting to feel like sympathy is not the right word. But I'm just like, come on, universe, give this man something. <laughs> Well, you know what we we we, we go get into that. We, we go get into that, and we're gonna also get into the other uh, bit of basketball news that we had come down uh, yesterday. It started with rumblings on Thursday, and then Friday uh, we had some news on that. So, yeah, this this is why I picked this to. Uh, uh, as as my intro song, y'all, because I I'm going a little crazy. This is Rashawn Myers. Uh, this is Wake Up 502. Wake Up 502. This is Big X Sports Radio WXVW, and we'll be back on the Big X.
And welcome back in. Welcome back in. This is Wake Up 502. Rashad Myers, Joe Kelly, Haven Harrington hanging out with you this morning. Big X Sports Radio. I, I, I think uh, uh, KP might need to put his suit of armor on <laughs> for some of the shots. That may be coming lobbed his way. Yeah, I don't mean to be a killjoy on our pre-football Saturday Eve week, whatever you want to call it. But I, I, it just, <laughs> I am, I am just super supremely like annoyed with all of it, and I hate bringing bad news. But it is conversations that have to be talked about. So you know, I, I know there's gonna be some people that's gonna be like, here goes Rashawn. Talking crazy again, and I've been pulled Joe and Haven in with it. So, fellas, I, I just want to just first apologize for bringing y'all into this, but I, I have to get my frustrations off my chest, man. This is this is just if we keep going back in the we keep going through in circles, man. Like like we just keep going in circles, and, and it's just it's driving me batty. So I, I just apologize in, in advance for for any of my foolishness this morning. If you all will bear with me, <laughs> but uh. Uh, we had the second bit of news, of course, that came out um, later in this week. We started hearing some rumblings. We have been asking the question. Everybody had been talking about, especially with the, um, we talked about the ad drop date for uh, students to be enrolled at the University of Louisville. And, of course, the University of Louisville had been waiting on the young man, Tyler Johnson, um, the former Memphis commit six-foot point guard uh, that played last year at the Overtime Elite. Um, we had been uh, hearing rumblings, some people talking about academic eligibility, talking about, you know, Tyler Johnson may be going going, uh, you know, the JUCO route, or he may not be able to make it. Uh, so, you know, we don't know if he's going to go to prep school. So there have been a lot of questions, okay? And then uh, come Thursday evening, some insiders and some people uh, via, you know, X, which I hate that stupid change in Twitter's name. It's still Twitter. Uh, you know, you had some rumblings on Twitter. You had some rumblings on social media uh, and, so, and some things going on on the message boards where people were saying that Louisville was going to get some good news. Uh, you know, they, they were going to have some 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 good news about Johnson and, and his enrollment and that he, he was going to actually make it. Um, and it looked like things had turned around. So then we come into Friday and come to find out that the, the news did break that um, Tyler Johnson, uh, who would be a very, very tremendous ad. We talked about the fact that Louisville just didn't have a lot of experienced ball handlers um, as part of the rotation um, that, you know, I talked about last week. I said that, you know, Flowers is a big uh, a big get or a, uh, a very high-profile get. I said this on Twitter earlier this week because of who he is. Five-star kid, um, you know, made some waves at Team USA camp, um, People have uh, considered him and talked about him as a uh, candidate for one and done. We've seen him popping up in mock drafts. So in terms of his visibility and in terms of popularity, uh, you know, it, like in talking points, Trenton Flowers was by far the, the highest rated prospect or, or the most visible prospect for the University of Louisville. But probably um, Tyler Johnson is probably the more important player in terms of the success of University of Louisville moving forward because of, you know, the fact that Louisville doesn't have a lot of ball handlers. Johnson being a six-foot point guard um, is definitely a primary ball handler, a young man that can do a lot of, of things on the court with the ball in his hand. So, you know, we had been waiting to hear what was going to go on with Johnson. So we got the news on Friday that, well, in fact, Tyler Johnson um, has enrolled at the University of Louisville. We did get that news. However, but it sounds like he's going to be on, quote, unquote, academic probation. 
And I didn't even realize that this still existed because it sounds a lot like Prop 48 from my the youth, my youth, where you know players could be brought in if they were academic casualties or if they had you know grade issues, but they could still enroll in the university. They just would have to sit out uh, for that first year. Was the old Prop 48 situation where kids could be a part of the team, but they just couldn't play. Um, they had since then gotten rid of the Prop 48 and kind of got rid of that whole process. So I've not really heard of this academic, quote-unquote, probation thing. Like, this is the first time I've heard of that. But what it basically sounds like is Tyler Johnson, in fact, yes, is coming to the University of Louisville, and yes, he will be enrolled, but it sounds like he will not be able to play this year. uh, You know, and they said that they are still trying to work on this, so it's not finalized, but the way that the winds are blowing is that Johnson would be able to practice with the team, uh, you know, at the, uh, the 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 little yum, and you know, in Louisville facilities outside of the big yum center, like he wouldn't be able to go there and practice. I don't know what the difference is with that, but he would be a part of the team while he works on his academics and you know, make sure that he gets the grades to be a part of the university. Like, so, fellas, it does look like Tyler Johnson is going to be a part of the University of Louisville. He just ain't going to be a basketball player. He's just going to be going there trying to get his grades together. So, like. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Like, like, do you think this is good that that he's there? Does it matter? Like, like, Joe, Joe where do you fall on that? Kenny Payne is Job from the Old Testament, man. He just like it's that meme of keep giving me your hardest battles, Lord, and then Jesus saying, "How are you still alive?" <laughs> the man just cannot catch a break, dude. Like, good grief. Uh, I got to fall in the camp if it doesn't really. I mean, I'm not, it, it does matter because he can practice with the team. Yeah, so he can help. He can help the team improve and get better. But it's another body out of that rotation, and everything that people were, were excited about and they, they were hyped about. And they're talking about this class, this class, this class. Well, this class is it's August falling apart. Yeah, with, with the loss of Flowers and Johnson, uh, Louisville's re- uh, recruiting class ranking fell to 16th um, on the uh, co- the um, the composite rating. So that that's where they sit right now. Uh, of course, previously they were, I think, number three or number four. I think third um, in, in the class before those uh, two guys went you know went down this path and road. But Haven, let me ask you: in terms of this Tyler Johnson situation. Um, there's been a lot of, of criticism by, by, by myself and some others that, you know, Kenny made the decision to, to, to recruit these guys. He made the decision to go after these guys. Um, with this situation specifically, you can't really help the Trenton Flowers thing because it sounds like this pretty much came out of the blue. They didn't really realize that the kid was considering going pro, and then he just made the decision. So there's not a lot you could do about that. But with a kid that has is having academic issues, is this? do you put any more of this on the coaching staff, or are you, uh, you know, in the camp of – you know, you just go after the player and then just hope he makes it. Like, like, where, where do you fall on that? Because as the head coach, you've got to know the academic situation for these kids, right? You would think you would know the academic situation. Maybe, you know, kind of tell for you know, the kid maybe just on the cusp. And, you know, for a team that needs guards, you know, you take a fly anyway, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, they, they, probably, they probably had the idea that he – was kind of iffy with his grades and probably thought that 
like blood towards Kentucky or something miraculous would happen. <laughs> Good uh, pull right there. <laughs> and and you know and, and 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 he may be able to become uh, magically qualified. Uh, but you know, hey, that, that that's not the case. He's going to come in. He's going to be a quote unquote academic red shirt. The first time I've actually heard this term. I've never and, heard of it before. Uh, I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, I, I didn't either. And you know, and he'll he'll play. Um, maybe what after the first, maybe by the time conference rolls around, maybe next year, something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's got to be. If, yeah, I don't know if he's on probation. For, I, but I thought that he was on probation for the full academic year um, because they said he had to have eight hours. Um, you know, had to be able to successfully navigate eight hours. So I, I don't know if that's um, just eight hours in the semester. first semester or. That's part time, and that's that's not even being a full time student. How the hell can he do that in the fall? Yeah, I mean, maybe like like this this whole thing is new to me. Like I, I don't uh, like this this I, I literally did not know this was a thing before. About what did Trenton say thirty six hours ago? <laughs> I didn't even know this Man, was a thing thirty six hours ago. If if you can't manage eight hours, you probably shouldn't be in college. Like, <laughs> legit, you need you need to go to you need to go to a developmental league. Stop wasting your time. Eight hours is two classes. Yeah, they, they said he has to be able to suggest navigate this and get this done to show that he can be a student, I guess, at the university. Well, what, 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 is, what does successfully navigate mean? Does he need to get an A? Does he need to get a B, a C? Is, are, the, are, are these 0900 classes like back in our day where you don't, really, you don't actually get credit for them because they're teaching you how to add? Right. Like, what, what is going on, man? That That's... There's, yeah, it, there's, there's definitely a lot of questions about that. And, and you know, my, my question is, with him being added to school, A, is he going to be on scholarship? You know, is this does this work towards, because with Flowers and, and Johnson leaving, it left two scholarships open. So it's like, um, does this, does this, is this kid on scholarship? Does he get all the rights and privileges of a basketball player? Is he, you know, is he a full ride or is he just a student? Like, like that, there's a lot of things that are left. And I'm guessing that a lot of this stuff will probably be cleared up next week, but you know, it's very, it's a whole very interesting situation, um, with this and, and, and with the news of Johnson likely not being eligible and flowers leaving, we did find out yesterday that we have a new name to talk about fellas. We got two days before the, the ad drop date becomes complete, but now we are hearing that there is a kid out of North Carolina, a six, seven, I guess combo forward. Uh, I, I, I know you're shocked to hear that Kenny Payne is looking at another six, seven kid. Uh, Jordan Pike is the young man's name um he has committed to play at division two union in tennessee but uh he has some viral videos that came out recently and uh you know of him uh playing against i you know i don't know if it's church league competition i don't know who it is but they show him dunking on a bunch of uh, kids <laughs> in these videos but it's jordan pike j-o-r-d-a-n pike p-y-k-e uh is a kid that um, is being looked at by the coaching staff. I don't know if they saw his viral videos and decided to kick the tires, but a kid who was, you know, a D2 level, I don't think he had gotten any D1 offers um, with him going to, to, to Union, Tennessee. But now Louisville is looking at at least trying to maybe fill that last scholarship spot and fill the Trenton Flowers spot with a Jordan Pike um, guy. I, you know, like, <laughs> I, I, Joe, I don't know if I should be 
Like, I, I, I just don't know what to, to say about any of that. But, like, all of this news this week has not been good for my, my, my stress levels, Joe. Uh, you know, I'm trying to work on my blood pressure. I'm eating my oatmeal. I'm, I'm drinking shakes. I'm eating uh, leafy uh, green uh, fresh spinach. And this is not helping my, 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 you know, my sensibilities, man. Like, <laughs> like does Jordan Pike even need to be talked about as a thing? Like, is this what we're doing now? I, he could sign tomorrow, and I guarantee this will be the last time we talk about him until the end of the the, the last show of the basketball season <laughs> when we talk about guys that are definitely transferring out because he never got on the court. <laughs> yeah. What in the hell? <laughs> I heard about this the other night, and I said, I have done no research on this matter, nor will I. Um, this is... I said, this is not an Anthony Davis situation where he grew a foot, right? Yeah. I just got a viral video that was hand-selected by his people of him yamming on people. For all I know, that, like you said, that was a church league. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and also, I have, I have a real difficult time believing that you can fly under the radar in North Carolina playing basketball. Come on now. Yeah. You don't know. Not in 2023. Yeah. This was like when Duke and North Carolina didn't recruit John Wall, and I said, oh, oh, there's a bag involved. Hey, maybe he can be the new Elijah Justice. Maybe he can be uh, the bullet. You know what I'm saying? He can come in and <laughs> be the mm. pride of the mountains. Didn't Rick call him the pride of the mountains? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, man, that's. That's kind of the, the just – that's where I have trouble not saying, I don't know what this coach staff's doing. But they feel – it feels like they, they got a lot of holes in the dam and they keep trying to plug their fingers in them and another hole pops up. Like, it just – there doesn't seem to be – and and what's, what's really messing me up about it, guys, is I really don't know how to gauge it. I don't know if this is incompetence or just terrible luck or maybe a combination of the two, or one leading into the other. I I don't know what's going on with it. It just like I said, man. They, they that's this staff cannot catch a break, and it just feels like every time Nolan Smith is brought up, it's something like today where it's just like, oh, he's just my friend. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's great. Like. <laughs> it, it, it's it's just the the thing that I'm going to say about it in Haven. <clears throat> tell me if I'm out of line for this. Um, this is the second year in a row, and, and this is nothing against you know the the Pike kid. I don't know. Maybe he felt flew under the radar. We said the same thing about um, you know Karan Davis being the unknown, unrated JUCO kid that you know apparently he told the coaching staff he can play point guard. So now. Kenny Payne said he expects him to be able to play point guard at Louisville because the kid told him, <laughs> which, uh, uh, okay. But, you know, then you talk about uh, Danilo Jovanovic, who was, you know, a, a, a borderline top 250 player, uh, you know, two-star, three-star type kid that sat on the bench at Miami and didn't play all year and bring him over as a must-get recruit. Um, and now we have Jordan Pike after, you know, the issues with Flowers and the issue with Tyler Johnson not being eligible. Everything has been sloppy 
and sloppily handled by the coaching staff. This is the second offseason in a row where it's basically been filled with questionable decisions in terms of recruiting and sloppy handling of both roster construction and who the coaching staff was recruiting. Like, this is not normal to have this many issues and what you know one time can be a fluke but this is the second year in a row that everything has been sloppy at what point haven is it okay for me to say that the way that this is being handled from a management standpoint of being able to put together a competent roster that falls on the coaching staff this being the second year in a row some of that has to fall on the coaches right Ave? no Never falls on the coaches. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Rashawn. It's all about the cloud. Okay, the cloud is real. <laughs> the, the cloud, cloud is back. The cloud is back. The cloud never left. <laughs> that dark cloud that has hung over the program all last year that prevented us from recruiting the top tier talent we needed. It it kind of went away. It was there was there all season with the way the guys didn't want to listen. They didn't want to learn. They, 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 they weren't about what Kenny Payne was putting down. And now the cloud has come back and it's messing with our top five recruiting class. But the kid is going to work it out. Just give them time and just <laughs> let's see what happens this season. You know what? He has a, a better roster than last year. It's more talented. It's more athletic. Uh even though, honestly, okay. Is it really better than last year? I mean, is it is, is it better or is it just different? Is it better or just different? Well, well I was about to say this. It's, it's a more talented roster. I, I think top to bottom, there's more talent on the roster this year than it was last year. I, I would go so far to say there's a lot more talent on the roster this year than last year. Comma, but. It's the same roster, right? So it's constructed the same way, where you have like a whole bunch of wings, or excuse, excuse me, combo guards, combo wing players. You have like one true guard. Uh, this time I have a center that can block shots, but it has no offense, apparently. Um, but it's only the same roster as last year, just more talented. So we'll just see what happens. Like, 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 like what does that mean? And, and, and then even this this Pike guy, he's a six foot seven. Uh, I, I saw him classified as a quote unquote shooting guard, uh, but he's tall and long. That's why Kenny likes him. But who knows? Like 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 we've seen this float around with a whole bunch of guys that possible guys what we can get, and they wind up being smoke and mirrors. So you know we'll, we'll just see. But he has more talented roster. It's the same roster, just more talented and more athletic. And we'll just have to see the story go. It's not Kenny's fault. It's the cloud. The cloud has persisted. (laughs) (laughs) And just like Hurricane Hillary is bearing down on Southern California right now, this too shall pass. 
I mean, you know, to, to me, fellas, it's it just it like like I said, I don't I can't say that it's a more talented roster. I just say it's a different roster. You got different guys, you know, we do there's definitely one taller guy that we didn't have last year. That that's the most I can say about this is at least they have um, you know, B- Big D, uh, you know, who who Dennis Evans who's who's seven two, where Sidney Curry, the guy he's replacing was about six seven. So that's that's about the most I know about how much better or different this roster is this year from last year. Like everybody else who was replaced, whether it be Trey White coming over from USC replacing Jalen Withers, whether you talk about you know Caleb Glenn coming over, um, you know, and, and replacing Kamari Lands or whoever. Like I don't know, it's just different guys, you know. But it, I I can't really say if they're better, if they're more athletic. I don't really know. You know, like, there's some kids that have some potential that may be okay. But, I mean, you know, like, just to give an example, Trey White averaged nine points, five rebounds, and one assist at uh, USC last year. You know what what, uh, Jalen Withers was averaging last year at Louisville? Nine points, five rebounds, one assist. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, you know, like, I I heard Trey White, you know, is supposed to be this kid that, you know, he had considerations and was, you know, all-pack 12 freshman. Jalen Withers was an uh, all-ACC freshman. You know, like, I just, I don't know what it all means. You know, it's different, but. All I know is this, and I know we're we're at the top of the hour, so we got to take a top of the hour break. All I know is this, man. I'm tired of the sloppy, lazy handling of putting together uh, a, uh, a team. Okay, like I'm okay, and you you're gonna have Trenton Flowers issues come apart, come about. You know, you can't really prepare for that. I can argue that you can prepare for the Tyler Johnson stuff because if you see a kid that's that borderline, you either say, hmm. Maybe we need to look somewhere else, or you're going to hedge your bets and bring in two of those guys to make sure that somebody makes it. But the fact that this is the second year in a row that we have this many questions in terms of ball handling, we have this many questions of who is and who's not going to be on the team, and we have guys on the roster, whether it be Fabio Basile or whether it be Karan Davis, you have guys that question, are they even Division One players? And when you're doing that, and this is the second year round, first time, shame on me. Okay? You fool me once, shame on me. You fool me twice, that's shame on you. And I'm tired of that. It's ridiculous. We're going to let the season play out. You know, we're going to find out what happens. But this is two years in a row where this is the most ridiculously sloppy handling of putting together a college basketball roster that I've ever seen in my life. And now it's happened two years in a row, fellas. I just I, I can't I can't continue to see this. University of Louisville deserves better than this, and these coaching staff the coaching staff should have learned their lessons from last year. And instead, we have the exact same things happening in year two. This is Waco five hundred two. This is Rashawn Myers, Haven Hanson, Joe Kelly, and we'll be back on the Big X. Listen, yo, 
Let's start it up. Let's get it flowing. Let's make a move. Let's get it going. I know it's feeling like everything you want, don't it? And you've been waiting your whole life for one moment. Well, baby, here it is. You better step to it. I know you're ready, right? Then, baby, let's do it. Let's move your neck to it. Put your arms and legs next to it. Then put whatever else is left to it. See, you're all in. Now you about to rock them. Got your focus, man. Now they got a problem. Who you talking to? And welcome back in. Welcome back in. Hour number two. Big X Sports Radio, a little bit of most deaf brown sugar bringing you back. Rashawn Myers, Joe Kelly coming to you this morning. Uh, super, super uh, excited about all the good things going on uh, here in the city. Um, of course, uh, talking a lot, the heavy, heavy basketball uh, in the first hour. I had to get a lot of that off my chest. It had been uh, boiling up just from the news of, uh, you know, earlier about. Um, you know, the Trenton Flowers stuff and then everything to have with Tyler Johnson. So definitely a lot of great conversation. Of course, if you want to be involved or talk about anything uh, that you're hearing, of course, uh, be our guest and be a part of the show. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Also, uh, 502-384-1450 is the Wake Up 502 buzz line. And, Joe, we actually, uh, I know Haven Harrington had to run. Uh, I knew he was going to be uh, out and about running around the city. I know he's super active uh, in the community. So he's out getting some things done uh, this morning. So he had to step aside. But, Joe, we are now being joined by the other man, the other myth, the other legend himself, uh, the the distinguished one himself. Mr. Jay has joined us on the line. Jay, how you doing this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Joe Boogie. Good morning. Man, <laughs> I, 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 I know y'all talked about, uh, you know, Kenny Payne and, you know, and, the trip fly, uh, flyer, whatever his name is, and um, yeah, Rashad, I'm kind of disturbed a little bit about something. Yes, sir. And and I I got to get this off my chest. I'm sure you got it off your chest, but I got to get this off. This is killing my heart. That's why I'm having a heart attack right now. <laughs> oh, don't have a heart attack now. <laughs> Need to lay down. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, sir. We know you played here. We know you did significant things when you came here, so forth, so forth. Sir, the game has changed since you became a player yourself. And you know how these kids maneuver and operate how the game goes. You dealt with with, uh, with parents. You dealt with kids, AAUs and all that, with Coach Cal, blah, blah, blah. Man, if you don't get your if you don't get your season together, what what that means is get your tail together. You out of here, buddy, and whoever you brought here, because it doesn't make sense for a former player had a call and talked to your assistant coach, not the head coach. That's a total disrespectful man for the University of Louisville, man. And then the father said he reached out to Kenny Payne with no answer. Kenny Payne, how, how is this happening, sir? This can't be Rick Pitino. This can't be Coach Cal. This can't be Bobby Knight. Get your stuff together, man. You lose a player, a five-star at that. Then you got a little beady guard that's, that's committed that's not going to play. I mean, come on, what are we doing here? It's a five-star program, and what are you doing? You ain't even maximizing nothing. You ain't even have a struggle. 
You you ain't even taking full responsibility for your actions, for your player dipping out on you, getting paid, and dipping out on you. I feel like a judge this morning. <laughs> you guilty, sir. <laughs> I mean, you know, Jay, I can't really, I can't disagree with with anything you're saying. And like I said, it's one of those things where you have things that happen. We've seen Rick Pitino have things happen with kids, uh, you know, where, where players have to, um, you know, leave or uh, in the middle of the season. We remember what happened with Shane Bahannon. We remember kind of the crazy stuff that happened with Chris Jones. Like, you have those types of things happen that you can't control. And especially in recruiting, you have things that happen. But, the, you know, I think the thing is, is that you want to prepare and have enough of an infrastructure with the rest of the team that you can handle hits and not have everything completely fall apart or completely be up in the air. And that's kind of the most unfortunate thing of, you know, these last two cycles in terms of the offseason preparation is that it seems like these decisions or the the, the lack of movement has kind of left the, the school in a tough position. I, I continue to go back to Davion McKnight, uh, the, the point guard, combo guard from Western Kentucky that wanted to be a part of the University of Louisville. And for whatever reason, the coaching staff was just slow on pulling the trigger to even go after the kid. And by the time they went after him to ask him and say that, you know, they thought he might be a fit at Louisville, he had already made decision to go elsewhere because they were kind of slow on the trigger and when I think about Davion McKnight and then another young man who just ended up at uh Western Kentucky um um Josh Eadlin, um, who's a who's yeah. a little you know five ten five eleven point guard from Mel High School that helped Mel, uh, you know, make the run to Sweet Sixteen. One of the best shooters in the state that I've ever seen. Just an amazing shooter. Like I, I feel like if Louisville had Davion McKnight and uh, and e- and Eadlin on the roster right now, you know, those aren't the two greatest players in the world. But I feel like we would feel a lot more secure and be excited about seeing what some of, a couple of these Kentucky pro- products could bring uh, to the team this year. And you're in a lot better situation. Then, if a Trenton Flowers leaves, say, "Well, at least we got Davion. We can see if Lil Eadlin is is good enough to play here and can bring us some of that Ryan McMahon magic, you know, something like that." But Joe, I mean, am I wrong? Like that at least puts you in a place where there's still a lot to look forward to. Right now, it just feels like more questions than anything else. Am I wrong about that? It's setting up the pace where uh, you don't want to be a pessimist. Uh, but also, how many times can you can you try to kick the football that Lucy's holding? I'm no longer going to have any feeling whatsoever. I'll be indifferent towards any news about U of L. And for 20 years, I've said I don't want to hear about a kid committing in football or in basketball until I see a class roster that he's included on, because a lot of stuff can happen. And you and this isn't this isn't as you said. This is not solely a Kenny problem. Rick had his fair share of guys. Who was the remember the five star kid uh, something Tyler? Oh, Jeremy Tyler, yeah, yes, big man. Yes, Jeremy yeah, Tyler. Yeah, he was he was coming here, and then all of a sudden he was going to Japan to play pro ball. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know there was a whole string of that. We all focus in on Sebastian Telfair, but Rick had his his swings and yeah, Amir Johnson, all same good. thing. But, but, yeah, yeah, but Joe, yeah. But Joe, yeah. But Joe this, is, this is this is listen, this is Denver. Listen, Kenny Payne was not getting a free pass with this one. Rick Pitino, or the guy knows the structure of college games. He doesn't know anything. As a head coach, you don't know nothing. You don't even know your players. What are you doing? I mean, Joe, I'm not cutting you off. I'm not disrespecting what you're saying, but, no, but man, no, I, just, no, no. I, get, I, I get so tired. 
are hearing Kenny Payne, you don't know what you're doing. That, people walk to me with Sean yesterday getting on Kenny Payne. I mean, what was what did me and Sean do? We got to fit us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely been a tough thing um, all the way around just from in terms of I, I really don't, you know, when, when folks ask about it and talk about what's going on, it's like I really don't have any answers just because it just it's just so much. There's so much turmoil, you know, in, in the off season. Like it's literally just kind of been turmoil and questions since the beginning, just all the way since from the whole, you know, Kenny took the job and took him two weeks to get here. And he really wasn't going out recruiting and doing all those types of things. Like literally from the beginning, you know, not really buying into the transfer portal and saying that, you know, we don't want transfer kids and we don't. And he kind of softened that stance, but it just seems like it's always just been one question to the other like it just there's not been a quote-unquote normal offseason uh two years into the experiment and, and that's just it's unfortunate that this is carrying literally all the way up until school is starting and we have football in you know two weeks it, it just it's it's a very tough situation jay um i i don't know what the answer is but i agree with you i think that um the die has been cast is that regardless of the offseason turmoil Kenny Payne has to put a product on the court that's going to be a lot better than was last year, um, or there's going to be a lot of sentiment that's going to want to see him uh, moved on from if things don't get better. And I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Jay, like, do you agree with that? Like, what, what do you think this season has to look like for everything to be okay and, and Louisville to move forward, Kenny? Like, how good does Louisville need to be this year? Like, 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 in terms of wins and losses, is it make the tournament? Is it um, get close, be on the bubble? What would be good enough for you, Jay? Nothing. Well, I guess maybe we we, we lost Jay, uh, possibly. But Jay, appreciate you uh, calling in and being a part of the discussion. But no, I, I think that's the question, Joe. Let me ask you. Like, what what do you think it looks like? Like, how good does Louisville have to be this year? Um, you know, for for you to be okay moving forward uh, with Kenny and getting a year three. Uh, I mean, everything being this is Louisville, and I'm sorry, this nonsense. The fan base being so beat down and having nothing to celebrate for so long has just ruined our standards. And I know a lot of people will say. Just about anything shows an improvement. Is there some people in the Kenny Payne camp that just, for whatever reason, man, um, he is the savior of this program, and it may take him 10 years, but if that is so be it, that's what we'll put up with. I know he, he can't have a, a single-digit win season again, you know, so he's got to get 10-plus. Yeah. Good Lord, even discussing that. That's crazy, yeah, saying that Louisville has to get 10 wins. <laughs> Like, but I, I don't know, man. I really think he's got a he's got to win ten games. That's the that's the the basement. They have to be in most of the games. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have to they have to give you a sense of yeah. I wonder what would have happened if we if that team would have had a Trenton Flowers. I wonder what would have happened if if things would have shook out with that top five class. Right. Louisville lost that's, Sebastian Telfair and still went to a Final Four. Right, right. <laughs> so, I, man, I don't know. I, I think he's got to be on the bubble. Make the, if he makes the tournament, he's fine. If he makes the tournament, the conversation's over for at yes. least, you know for a while. Absolutely. 
And if he makes the tournament, I think everybody would be happy. Oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, if he gets in the bubble, I think a lot of I think most fans are happy, and I think he's safe. But if he goes out there and messes around and gets eight to twelve wins, or God forbid, six or less, they ain't gonna be a year three. Nor should there be. I, I don't. I don't care who's coaching. If that was you coaching, I would say get my buddy <laughs> out of there. He's in others. Seriously, man, we yeah. all had jobs where 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 the friend gets promoted, and and then you realize you weren't ready for that promotion. Yeah. Yeah. You're great at, at this area of a job, but you don't know how to do all the parts of, of this job the way that they need to be done for the for the whole operation to be successful. Absolutely. No. I don't think it can be overstated how, how great of a, a people manager coaches have to be. No, I mean that's a that's an excellent point. No, I, I totally agree with that. And uh, you know, uh, with that note, uh, we we going right back to the uh, uh, wake up five zero two bus line five zero two three eight four fourteen fifty. We got our buddy Wayne on the line. Wayne, how you doing this morning? I'm doing fine, Sean. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing well, Wayne. How about you? Good, 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 good. I, you, you know, I'm always listening, and <laughs> I always take a, a a different approach uh, on the. Uh, Hitting flowers situation is unfortunate. However, I will say this: they need to put some stop gaps in place about this NIL money. Yes. Okay. If you make a commitment to a college and you want that NIL money, you're gonna sign a damn contract. Period. Yeah. You're not. You're not gonna play me. And 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 like what Trenton Flowers did was bogus. Because all along they were working. This this just didn't happen overnight at all. And and and, you know, and this this foolishness about being a point guard is BS. If that if that's what you were playing, you, you we didn't see you do it in high school. Now all of a sudden you that's that's your position. And and then uh, uh, like the practices were going, they were talking about the, the, the four best. He wasn't he wasn't one of the ones. He was getting abused. And he, he, his ego couldn't take that, and then and then along and then along with along with his parents, and then like the notion, okay, Nolan Smith, Kenny Payne, and himself, he told him they knew. So then then to say that uh, well I called seven times and nobody that's a lie. You didn't call that man no seven times. That's a lie. And and if you did call him, call him for what? You already made your decision. So what was there, what was there to talk about? Nothing. That that, yeah. that, that, that doesn't make it, it doesn't add up. It, you know, it, it, you look at it and say, well, the Kool Aid's just not sweet. I, you know, I'm not hating on the kid, but you know, you got you got to be a man of integrity and and do what you say you're gonna do. And then because this opportunity just didn't present itself, like they're trying to allude to, that's a lie. That was already in the works. And, and then right, uh, right before a week, a week before school, no. You you know you know there's not no truth in that. And, it, and like I wish, the, I wish the young man well. But what he's going to find out when he gets over down under? Because I've been nice. I say it's nice. It's it's lovely. He'll love it there. But you know you're going to be playing against grown men. Yeah. And and. and and they're going to abuse you, and just like when you 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 were playing here, and you you 
You were getting abused right here in the college town. So what do you think is happening with the pros? No. Well, you know, I, I, to, to I, listen to Flowers, Flowers said he felt like he was the best player on the court anytime he stepped on the court. That that was what he told said in the interview is that he felt like he was the 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 ace every time uh, he he was on the court. You know, he said the same thing about know, the Team more, USA trials. So <laughs> the, the more I hear, the okay, more I hear exactly. From so that if he was the best the on the court, you using the USA as an example. Why didn't you make the team? Yeah, yeah. What what, what happened? See, you, well, you, here, here's the thing, I, I, hey, Wayne. You know, like we we talked about talked about it before. See, when you got when you get all these people involved, and and you don't trust what your coach says, see, mm-mm, it's all about you. But what happens is they get their feelings that their ego gets bruised. They get it's kind of like remember the song "Oops Upside the Head." <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. And see, he can t- in high school, you you might have been the man. When you get to college. It's a whole different situation. Unless you just come in, you dominating everybody, but he couldn't say that. See, and that, that hurt his feelings. So, you know, let him go, I don't know, four, five, six thousand miles away to Australia, however the distance is. And I'm, I'm not hating on you. You got to go, you got to go with who wants to be there. And, and, and like, as far as Kenny Payne goes, they they need to make the tournament. That that's that's just the bottom line. Not no fourteen or fifteen. You got to make the t- uh, tournament and beat people. And I I think they will. You know it's it's a loss, but it could be a blessing in disguise because you have other guys that will will, in my opinion, will step up. Like uh, Scott Clark. He's he's, he's tough. And 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 with with the uh, flowers out, he couldn't beat out Sky Clark. Couldn't beat him. He was Sky Clark. Was, from what I heard, he was taking him to school. And, and see, you, you know, you uh uh-uh. uh. But but I, I like I said, I'm not gonna hate on the young man. But what he did was, was you know, was kind of bogus. It was kind of dirty. And and, mm-hmm. and and like when you that NF that NL NIL money. You got to you make make them sign a contract. Don't take this money if you're not coming here. Yeah, I, I, I you're think not, Wayne. You're I, not gonna play me. Honestly, Wayne, that's the biggest thing that take away from this, and the thing that I worry about um, is that with this happening with Trent Flowers, you already have you know boosters, and this whole NIL thing is so new, and there's so much hesitation around people wanting to give money directly to student athletes because of what amateur athletics has been over the the, the lifespan of college. At college sports that you know this is so new and then you have people that go out there and finally say you know what I want to give $5,000 I want to give $10,000 to the NIL program and now you have a kid who basically comes in quote unquote steals that money and leaves without ever getting any return on the investment of the kid actually playing a game how much more difficult did he just make Louisville's job of going out there and asking for money for student athletes if you can't even trust that they're going to be there right exactly and and, 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 and and then at the end of the day, I'm not gonna pay you pay you money and you haven't done anything. I don't care what you did in high school. What are, what are you doing now? I'm not gonna pay you in advance. I'm not gonna do that. So you, 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 that, that's what that's that's what that's what they're gonna have to do. They're gonna take a, have to take a hard firm stance on, on on giving these kids money and hope of. When 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 the kids don't have integrity, 
No, you're not, you're not going to play me. It's, it's my pocket. If you want what I get, you give me what I want. That's how it works. Yeah. Because that's how life is. And, 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 and you've got, you've got, to, you, you've got to face reality. Nobody is just like what, what you do. If you don't do what you do, you don't get paid. Absolutely. It's just that simple. And, and they, these kids got to understand that they think they're privileged and entitled, but they haven't done anything to earn what they think they're going to get. And, and, and uh, unless, unless they make the changes, this is going to continue to happen. Yeah. Because, like I said, you, you can't, you, you don't really know uh, what's on the kids, man, family situation or what. And, 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 and like I read a story, that I didn't know that the family had moved here and his brother was going to be playing for Ballard. Yeah. Okay. What I think, you know, I don't, you know, speculation, but maybe they were in financial straits. You know, you, you're making a move across the country to here. Well, I mean, this is a family that's been a lot of moving. I mean, apparently in high school, and this is crazy, Joe, they said that Trenton played at four high schools in three years. So Exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what, what does that tell you? Uh, yeah. No stability. It was definitely a money grab, but that's okay. But, you know, you, you, you live and you learn, but the next, the next one that comes along, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I agree. You, 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 you get, what is it? Uh, what's the saying goes? Uh, fool me twice or whatever they're saying. Yeah, fool, fool me once, shame on me. Uh, fool me twice, right. shame on you. Yeah. Exactly, and that, that's what that's what we get. So we move on. You, you, you like Denny Crum used to say, you you can't worry about who's not here. You go with what you got, and and make the best of it. So he's gone. I wish him well. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't hate on. I don't hate on any kid, but. But the thing of it is, let the kids decide. When you get all these handlers and the parents all getting all getting involved in this money, this is what happens. Yeah, Joe, what were you going to say? My heart was, I think he wanted to play here, but the money. But but one thing, I, and I still believe though, that even though he was going to Australia, that was already in the works. You you just don't make that decision. Yeah, that didn't that happen in thirty six hours. Don't make the I agree with like that. that. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely, Joe. Joe, were you going to say something? Uh, yeah. I, the more that I hear about all this and the comments that he said, don't get me wrong. I don't want a player that doesn't believe in his heart that he's the best player on the court. Yeah, but he doesn't need to say that when he hadn't done anything in a college game yet. So one of two things is true: he's got an inflated ego about his talent, and he's not as good as he thinks he is. And to Wayne's point, he showed up on campus and got knocked around a little bit and didn't enjoy it. So he decided to take a bag and run. Not mad at you. You got to live with your decisions. The other side is maybe he did show up to the under nineteen uh, tryouts. Maybe he was the number one guy out there, Rashawn. But the coaching staff said he talks too much. Yeah. He's not a team player. Yeah, you know that comment really rings to me. That you've been here for three months, young man. Have a little humility. I mean, if you're supposed to be 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 the man that that the hype says you are. This team won four damn games last year. You better be the best player on the court. We need you, son. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just talk a, about it. Show something. It's just a tough situation. I agree with you on the ego point, Joe. Like, that just – that speaks to a lot to the, the kids' ego. It speaks a lot to the family. Like, the support system is just as wild. They may be more wild and, mm -hmm. and unhinged than the They're kids. They're the adults in the room. Yeah. They're the adults <laughs> in the room. They're the ones that are supposed to say, 
shut up. Did you take that money from them? Well, then you're going to go play for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, well, I, I, I totally back. agree with you. Wayne, you got anything else for us? Oh, no, no. It, 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 it's what we always say at the end of the day, Sean. Still, go cards, man. I appreciate y'all. Hey, I appreciate hey. it, Wayne. There we go. There we go, man. I yeah, I, I agree with everything that, that that both of you guys said, um, and, and it's just it's a tough situation all the way around. Um, Louisville doesn't have to deal with any of that. I mean, it just kind of felt like the traveling circus coming through, and that happens from time to time with kids, as you said, Joe. I mean, you have these types of things that happen. It's unfortunate, but the biggest thing is you want to be able to have at least enough stability within the team to where you can have the foolishness of a Derek character, uh, and that doesn't completely throw your your team into chaos you know what i'm saying it's kind of like well too bad you didn't work out see your way out the door we saw it with carlos hurt we saw it with brandon bender we had the amir johnson situation we had the sebastian Telfair, brian johnson the list goes on and on of guys who came in that you know didn't work out either before they got here or got here and had to leave and excuse themselves and guess what university of louisville was just fine um, but that was also with the hand of a coach that had the team stable enough to where one player did not define the identity and define the future of the team. And unfortunately, I just don't think we have that as of yet um, with this current coaching staff and this current regime. And it's kind of just left everything in chaos. Um, so, so that's tough. But I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and take this last break. When we come back, we're going to get straight to you all's text. We have texts, Joe, that have been coming in hot and heavy since hour number one. And we've just been so into this conversation, man. We haven't gotten to that. So we're going to get into those texts. If you want to get those in before the uh, end of the show, 502-414-1450 uh, is the, uh, the uh, Thornton's text line. Please give those texts, and we'll be reading your text right uh, live next. And we'll be back on the Big X. Sugar, leave the ground sugar. Uh, Got the world sweating like fiends without cook up. You know you really wanna give it to me. You better give it to me. You got to give it to me. Give it brown sugar. You got the shell, the shell, the shell, the shell. Your mind, let your constantly be free and get down to the sounds of your PMG. But you should keep quiet while the MC rap. But if you're tired, then go take a nap. Take a nap. Stay awake and watch the show I take because right now I'm about to shake. And welcome back, welcome back in. Last segment, Wake Up 502, Big X Sports Radio. It has been a very energetic and uh, busy. A uh, couple of hours we're here down in the last 20 minutes or so of the show, man. Big thanks to everybody that's been a part of the show this morning. Um, Jay has for giving a call in. Wayne, um, of course, Joe and uh, Haven uh, checking in as well. Um, I let them go ahead and go and get away with their, uh, get on with the rest of their Saturday. Um, we're going to go ahead and get right back to your text. As I said, 502-414-1450. Uh, if you want to text in here before the end of the show, it's just us uh, down the stretch. Um, but, you know, uh, I want to go ahead and get the, get directly to those. Um, texter says, good morning, Wake Up 502, main event, our culture. He says, I also uh, tried uh, trying to contact KP seven or eight times, but he has 
hasn't returned my calls. <laughs> Very nice. Yes, absolutely. Hey, everybody try to get a hold to Kenny, and uh, Kenny's not talking to anybody. He moves in silence. I don't know if you've heard that. <laughs> Says, um, I've been fighting with the KP Mafia uh, when I criticize KP about being too quiet. Um, no getting out in front of this Trenton Flowers debacle. Uh, so I'm done with bring. Uh, I, he said, so I'm done with it. Uh, bring Jay right home. Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm on the fence on whether or not the coaching staff needed to come out and be uh, say anything about this Trenton Flowers thing or just keep quiet about it um, outside of the uh, the statement that they issued. I'm I'm on the fence on whether there's anything that can be said about it. I think that, um, as Joe mentioned, it could just be uh, looked at as sour grapes if you go out there and you say something. So it's tough. Um, I, I just I don't know if there's a good way um, to, to go about that whole situation. So I know that, that you're on the Jay Wright train. I don't know if if uh, Louisville, Jay Wright is, is going to be a pretty penny. Even if Louisville did decide to do something next year, I don't know if Jay Wright's within the budget. So <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but we have a whole season to play out. Kenny still has an opportunity to turn things around, um, but he's going to have to do it uh, with the people as is. Um, he says, so what's the news? Uh, Texter says, so what's the news on Jordan Pike? Well, uh, Trilly Donovan, who is a a new college basketball insider. He's been breaking all types of news uh, via Twitter slash X um, over the last several months. Just actually put out um, a tweet about um, 45, 50 minutes ago uh, that said, um, uh, update on the Jordan Pike situation. He is expected to stay at Union College and will play for D2 Union this upcoming season. So I don't know if the scholarship offer did not materialize from the University of Louisville. Um, it was verified that there was conversations between Pike and Louisville, but it uh, looks like Pike will be staying at D2 Union. Um, so I, I don't know if the coaching staff just decided to um, – you know, uh, not be a part of it, but you know, it, it, it happens. Um, so looks like that, that is the, the latest upcoming news on the, the whole Jordan Pike's, uh, situation. Ah, yeah. Text, uh, text in, uh, update. Jamaican flavor is going to be at 21st in Germantown reggae for your pleasure. So make sure you get out there. Uh, that is right. 21st in Germantown is going to be going down, uh, this coming Thursday, uh, here in Louisville. That's, uh, 21st in Germantown at the barrel room. Uh, you, you can go out there and check them out. 1481 South Shelby street, uh, in Louisville, Kentucky, Jamaican flavor, uh, uh is going to be out there performing. That's my pops, by the way, y'all, he's going to be out there jamming, uh, I want to make sure that uh, the, to let you all know uh, he does a lot of great uh, reggae, uh, calypso, all types of things. That, you know, he, he's been uh, doing it for a long time. I'm super excited and uh, so super proud to see him get back out there. So come out this coming Thursday to 21st in Germantown uh, and be a part of that. 1481 South Shelby Street. I uh, definitely wanted to make sure to get out there. Um, so so check him out. Check him out. A texter also says, um, he says, I'm ready for uh, Louisville football uh, season. Uh, he says, also, I'm disappointed in Central High School football team. I think Haven, Jay, uh, Joe, and even you, Rashawn, can coach these kids better. <laughs> well, uh, 
you know, Central High School football um, has gone through a, a tough season. Of course, they unfortunately lost their coach, um, you know, who passed uh, this this past year. So they're in a bit of a rebuilding phase, uh, getting that together. So I'm not going to be too too rough on uh, on Central. Uh, they are going through a rebuilding phase. So just stick with them. They're, they're, they're going to get better, but it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, texter Kevin text in. He says, does Jay has not know that KP was on the call? Uh, I mean – the conversation with Flowers and his family is that they had not spoken with Kenny Payne. They, they said they had a face-to-face. Well, we played the audio. They had a face-to-face with Nolan Smith, um, but they had reached out to Kenny Payne but had yet to speak with him uh, in regards to the whole situation. Now, that was what the, the family said. I don't know if there was a phone calls after that, but at least to the point to, to where um, – uh, when they had the interview, at the point of the interview, they said they had not spoken with Kenny Payne as of yet. So I, I think that's what Jay uh, was speaking of. Uh, Texture also says, Myers, next time you see uh, Eves, I guess he's speaking of Jay Eves, he says, off the record, ask him about how Trenton, uh, the Trenton Flowers thing went down. Uh, you know, KP had to take the high road. Uh, you guys just don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like like I said, you always have drama with players and recruits. Like, I, I've heard so many stories about players and reason why guys get put on probation, double secret probation, you know, uh, straight out kicked off the team. All these types of things happen, you know. Um you can't really help it. It's unfortunate. It's, it's a part of just dealing with kids. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to go out there and make a big deal out of a kid leaving outside of the fact that, A, the kid made the decision so late, which is different. Um, but, B, it just seems like the whole team is just so much in chaos. You just have so many moving parts. You just don't know what it means for the team. And you would like to have a lot more um, of a solid base to where, you know, if a kid leaves and decides he doesn't want to be a part of it's like oh well you know that, that that's bad on you but right now i don't know what it means because trenton flowers was kind of the de facto uh mascot i mean people talk about uh, sky clark and what he meant to louisville in terms of bringing up uh, bringing him over to replace l ellis and everybody knew that that was, that was a very important part but trenton flowers was by far the most visible and the kind of the showpiece the feature piece of this upcoming season so it just kind of throws everything into chaos because it's just like you just don't know what's happening. And now you, you know, you hear about the Jordan Pike kid. And now even Jordan Pike has said that he's not going to be a part um, of the University of Louisville. I don't know if that was a Louisville decision, if it was the kid's decision, what. But it just this this much chaos this late in the game when school is about to start, you know, next Monday. Uh, it just it's just not a great look. It's just not a great look all around. It's just very unfortunate. Um, Texter also text in says, I agree with everything Jay has said about KP. It's going to be interesting uh, at Louisville Live. He said, or is it going to be interesting at Louisville Live? That's a good question. He says, matter of a fact, I don't think KP wants to have a Louisville Live event because he got burnt again by the recruits. Um, I, you know, the, the Louisville Live last year was big. Because, you know, that supposedly A.J. Johnson was going to be there. Of course, you had Carter Bryant, Carter Knox, uh, uh, who were, you know, who was going to be a part of uh, the, the festivities. It was uh, D.J. Wagner was hope you know, they were hoping that D.J. Wagner was going to be a part of that. Um, that. Those things didn't materialize, unfortunately. It didn't happen. Um, you know, I, I just, uh, I don't know, uh, 
what's going to happen with the Louisville Live thing. Um, I didn't necessarily like that it was that late in the year. Um, I, I thought, you know, I know traditionally the Louisville Live had been, you know, the first or second week of September where the kids could go out there, you get to a football game, you have good weather, you can kind of uh, feature the football program, and then, you know, like that they would do it at, say, maybe, uh, you know, the, the Murray State game, say. You know, you, you know Louisville's going to win. You know it's going to hopefully be nice weather. The kids can go out there and see the fans. The fans can, can cheer their name and all that type of stuff and then be a part of it. But, I mean, I just – there's so much going on with this. Like, I don't even know what Louisville's doing in terms of bringing in recruits. Usually by this time of year we've heard about, you know, the, the next crop of kids, the 2024 kids that are going to be coming to visit or going to be scheduling, starting to schedule those visits. I mean, maybe we'll start to hear about those things in the next week or so. But, I mean, everything is so up in the air and there's so much turmoil that – there, there's just not – there's not been any time to breathe. And like I said, I, I wanted to be done with basketball talk until October. And instead, we're having to have this conversation. I've had to spend almost the full two hours of the show, or pretty much the full two hours of the show, talking about basketball. And, you know, people say that I'm critical uh, on the coaching staff and I'm critical about KP and don't want to be there. That's not true. But the news of the day deserves to be covered and it deserves to be talked about. And I'm just doing and talking about what people want to discuss. I mean, people should want to discuss, you know, uh, you know, Jeff Brown and the Louisville football team getting ready to go down here to Atlanta. I can't wait about to uh, book my hotel room uh, for when we get down there. But instead, we're here talking about basketball. Why? Because basketball just can't keep getting out of its own way. I mean, that's unfortunately, that's what it is. And this is the second year in a row where we're into mid-late August talking about the upcoming season. Usually by June, there's no basketball news for the upcoming season. It's all about future recruits. It's all about who's Louisville looking at for next year, who's going to be coming in for visits, is Louisville going to get any early commitments, things like that for, for the, the following season. For Of course, in this uh, conversation, it would be 2024. But instead of talking about that and scheduling visits and doing all those types of things, we're still trying to figure out what, Louisville, what team Louisville's going to put on the floor for this year. I mean, that's what I talk about when I talk about things being sloppy and just the, the, the mismanagement and mishandling of putting these things together is just ridiculous to have to be dealing with this. I mean, this is not this is as amateur hour. It is, you know, it's just you should not be going through this. If I give you a past year one and say that, you know, you learn from it and then you uh, put a better plan together for the second time around. And that just hasn't happened. And it's just the same issues coming back again. I don't want to talk about it, but goodness gracious, help me help you. You know, like I, I want to be able to help you and I want to be positive about things. But when these things continue to happen and we're just going around these same cycles over and over and over again, here we are. Like I said, man, I would love to see Jackie Edlin and and, uh, and Davion McKnight be a part of this this team. And that would at least be a couple of interesting pieces that, you know, there's not going to be any foolishness going on. You know, they're not jumping and going pro. You know, they're not that they, they don't have great issues. All these both of those kids are, you know, three, uh, three, five, four point type students. You don't have any of those issues. But, you, you know, you kind of thumb your nose at those guys and you only want to look at a bunch of six, seven potential possible kids, you know, that. They may or may not be able to play or they may or may not fit in the offense. And that's those th types of things happening again and again are just frustrating. So, you know, that that's kind of my 
my take on that. Um, uh, another texter says, uh, did we ever talk about T-Will going to the big house with Trump? <laughs> uh, I mean, t- t- yeah, Terrence Williams um, in the uh, health care fraud um situation that that went down of course he uh uh went to trial and and had to face the music a couple weeks back um did announce that he uh got sentenced to 10 years in prison i don't know um how much time he'll actually have to serve if this is going to be a situation where he can get out after you know maybe 24 months on good behavior things like that it's an unfortunate ending to a very very talented young man's uh story uh, that didn't have to be that way. Uh, Terrence Williams still may be the most talented player that I've ever seen and ever covered at the University of Louisville um, since I've been a member of the media. Um, just a, a an electric talent, um, just a, a great um, personality, but just unfortunately immaturity and just not being able to get out of his way and just making bad decisions just wrecked what could have been. I mean, this kid should be celebrating retiring from basketball after 15 years in the NBA, honestly. I mean, and instead we have this situation where, uh, you know, now he's in jail, he's facing jail time, and just has just done so many things to get in his own way. It's unfortunate, um, you know, but you live and you learn. Hopefully, you know, this is going to get him the uh, reality check and wake-up call that he needs to to be a pr- productive member of society moving forward. But definitely for a former uh, Cardinal uh, Terrence Williams, that's a tough tough end to that story, uh, definitely. Uh, but, you know, I, I tell you what, man, like it's just this, this year um, has been a, a tough one just for for all involved with with Louisville Athletics. And I think that's why um, that that shining hope uh, is what Jeff Brom is bringing uh, with this football team. And and I am so excited to see what's going to happen with them uh, when they go down there September 1st and take on Georgia Tech. Um, A lot like what we saw with the TBT, that felt like such a cathartic experience just for the fans to be able to get out there, get together, just be able to cheer a team that you're excited about, that you're happy about, you love everything about it, you love the coach, you love the players. All you want to have is the nervousness of us going out there, playing well, and seeing a great product and seeing great effort and and energy and enthusiasm. And I really do think that what Jeff Brom is going to bring is going to be a lot of that same thing. This this upcoming football season is going to mean so much to not only just the football program, Program and the success moving forward. You can continue to talk about um, conference realignment. You can continue, continue to talk about all those types of things when you talk about the future of Louisville football and where that lands. But just in terms of what it's going to mean to this community to be able to just circle around, circle the wagons, and just celebrate Louisville athletics. University of Louisville has some of the greatest fans in the world. I saw some stupid Twitter post saying the cockiest fan bases in college athletics, and Louisville was rated the number one cockiest program. I don't know what program they're looking at. I mean, this program and these fans have taken so many hits over the years, uh, but between both basketball and the issues, uh, you know, with the football team, and you just have the flirtations from Scott Satterfield, which kind of spoiled that marriage early on, and you know, now that you've been able to actually get a good bit of good positive momentum going with the football program, Jeff Brom's meaning with this university has taken on taken on just a completely new. Uh, dimension and just in terms of being that good shepherd that's going to help bring some happiness to Louisville fans. Louisville fans are passionate. Louisville fans care. 
They're good people. Um, and they deserve to be able to be happy and to be able to be excited and just cheer your team and just get ready to celebrate sports and athletic competition and quit talking about all this off-the-field stuff and all these issues and all this turmoil. And Louisville football has done nothing but that. You know, they had the unfortunate information about uh, uh, MJ Griffin getting hurt. Um, but, you know, that they have an opportunity to bounce back. Uh, it looks like we have a, 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 a uh, caller calling in. I'm going to bring them right in since we are up against it. Uh, hold on one second, caller. Uh, caller, you're on the line. Hey, Sean, a quick question I forgot to ask you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are his parents moving to Australia? Um, that I don't know. We haven't gotten any specific information in terms of a contract as of yet. Speaking of Trenton Flowers, we haven't heard anything about, you know, because some people said, I heard he got a million dollar deal. I heard he got 500000 Like I, I, Like, nobody really has any of the information on that. So I think we're kind of still waiting on that, Wayne. Okay, Doc. But that just, that just came across my man. If they move to Louisville, you, you move to down under? I, mean, I would guess. I would guess <laughs> that it's going to be a whole family vacation. Like, the, like the, the, the Flowers family is like the traveling circus, man. So <laughs> right. I, I would guess that that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and, and if, if that be the case, then, then we see what it is. There you go. A money grab. Absolutely. If they're going to move. It's money. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what it is. <laughs> All right, Doc. I ain't going to hold you up, man. I hey, appreciate you, man. No, man. I appreciate it, Wayne, man. You have a good day, my brother. There we go. Oh, sorry, sorry about cutting you off, Wayne. I appreciate your call, but no, there, there hasn't been any information. I think there's still going to be a lot of information on the Tyler Johnson situation. There's going to be a, a still uh, more information to flow out about this Trent Flowers thing. There's going to be a lot of information. That's one of the things that I can't wait for to get back in the press box and talk with some of the other media guys so you can start to have those conversations while you're sitting and watching the games uh, to kind of get the, the down low and the information on a lot of this stuff. So I can't wait to hear about it. But Jeff Brom, man, welcome back. I'm so excited. We're T-minus one week, six days away from kicking this thing off. We have week zero upcoming next week. Uh, so we will have live football that matters uh, a week from today. Um, you know, we have some big news and big events coming up uh, soon. We're going to be partnering. We're going to have a tailgate. Shout out to the Granville Pub. Uh, we're going to be out there for every Louisville home game. Uh, we're going to have a tailgate. We're going to have food and entertainment uh, that's going to be going down before every Louisville home game. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, we just uh, uh, um, partnered with the Granville. Of course, Joe um, works over at the Granville, so they've been wonderful uh, in working with us. So we're super excited to uh, announce that partnership. So make sure you stay tuned to Wake Up 502 as well as at that boy uh, is good. That, that At that boy is good on Twitter uh, slash X as well as at Rashawn. That's R-A-A-S-H-A-A-N for more on that as well as at M-E Sports uh, for Haven Harrington. So uh, there's going to be a lot coming out on that. So we're super excited about that. I really appreciate all the uh, information this morning. Make sure you guys get out check out jamaica flavor it's going down 21st in germantown that's going to be coming up this thursday um uh, this coming thursday uh, that would be uh, august the 24th uh, that's going to be going down um, at the barrel room there at 21st in germantown 1481 south shelby street louisville kentucky go check my pops out man he's really good i'm gonna be out there you can meet and even if you just want to go out there to shake my hand and yell at me call me an idiot or chop it up i'll be there as well so uh for haven harrington and joe Kelly. This is Rashawn Myers. Uh, and you know what, y'all? 
We gots to chill, man. We gots to chill. Check out this EPMD. I'm going to let them ride out on that. We'll be out. This is the Big X. Make sure you check out all our great shows. Mike Rutherford and everybody else that are part of the Big X. Really appreciate all you guys. This is Rashawn Myers. I'm out. I like to let my rhymes flow, rhymes flow. And at 12, I press cruise control. Sit back and relax. Let my rhymes tax. Maintain them seas while the doubly max. Always calm under pressure. No need to.